Hi everyone, Ron Caroni here. This week's episode of the podcast is a must watch if you're interested in buying a home. Scott Tremblay of ISASK Mortgage Brokers has tons of great information on the down payment when buying a home. Hope you enjoy. You're listening to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, where we chat with real estate experts from across the province to learn what's happening in the real estate market. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. Welcome to another edition of the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, where we're pulling back the veil on the province's real estate and helping get people like you more information. And this episode is one where you're definitely going to want to have your pen and paper handy because uh, we have a seasoned vet, uh, Scott Tremblay with ISASK Mortgage Brokers. Scott, how long have you been doing mortgages? I started brokering 19 years ago, actually. I, I had uh, joined with one brokerage, moved to another, and then eventually had opened up ISAS Mortgage Brokers down the line. Fantastic. So you have a wealth of knowledge, and we're really happy to have you uh, here today. So uh, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much. Good to be here. Great stuff. So Scott, um, just tell us uh, exactly what we're going to be focusing in on. And well, I'll start with that. We're going to be talking about down payments and exactly how it works. Now for people who aren't really well versed in the home buying process, there are some questions surrounding that. So we're going to really try today to, to zone in on that part. So kick us off with what is a down payment? Yeah. So first of all, um, in Canada, you are required to have a down payment if you're going to get into a mortgage. That's the first thing to, to, to differentiate between years ago, you used to be able to do 100% financing and they took that away where the bank could do all the financing. So there is a required minimum 5% down payment. It's your portion of the house purchase. The banks are only allowed to finance a maximum of 95% of the purchase. So the down payment would be your 5% or more that you put in. Why would that be? Why would they make it so that you don't just get a 100% loan from the bank? Yeah, you know what? The primary reason is, is simply uh, just for a phrase here. They want a buyer to have some skin in the game, uh, meaning that what protects them most? Uh, most people, when they put a down payment of their own savings or, or a gift from family, they don't want to lose that. So that binds that client to keeping you know, continue to make those mortgage payments even when things are tough. I think that's probably the number one thing they found just when they did the 100% financing, the arrears rates were way too high. So not all mortgage down payments are created equally and not all properties are the same either. Can you quickly run us through loan to value ratios and how that affects down payments? Yeah, for sure. So you, you said it right. It, it is a ratio. So what a loan to value really is, um, it, it really, it, it's the same idea of, of what the down payment is. It's, it's a ratio between the value of a home and the size of the mortgage. So in the case where someone was putting 5% down and the bank is doing 95% of the financing, that would be a 95% loan to value because the loan is 95% of the total value. Or if someone were putting a 20% down payment, the bank is doing 80%. That's 80% loan to value. Great stuff. So touching on that 20% there, a lot of people sometimes think that you have to have 20% when you're going to buy a home, uh, but that's not the case. Can you quickly just run us through why that is? 
Yeah, absolutely. So there are some advantages, which we I think we might get into more about doing 20% down. Um, traditionally, it used to be years ago that you needed to actually put 25% down. Um, I'm talking 30 some years ago. The government of Canada came in and created a company called CMHC, which is the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corp, because home prices were getting too high valued for people to be able to get the everyday person to get to 20% down. So they created a company that would allow some protection for the banks to allow for smaller down payments. And, and that essentially, um, you know, that really was a game changer in, in the mortgage industry. Um, you know, so, so uh, you know, essentially the um, CMHC coming in, the advantages are that you can get in for less. There are some extra expenses to that. So there are some advantage to going 20% down, but with that change, that, that really uh, was a game changer. And with house prices now in the three, four, five, six hundred thousand and more, you know, obviously that's a, a big part of our programs. So Scott, uh, Ron Caroni comes to you. I would like to get a mortgage. I only have 5% down. Um, yes. If you were explaining to me how that insurance premium worked or exactly how much it would cost me, uh, let's say I 5% down on a $400,000 house. What, yes. what are you telling me about insurance premiums? Yeah, so basically in that case, if you're buying a $400,000 house, 5% of that is $20,000. So the bank is gonna be lending $380,000 on that mortgage. Now, because the bank is lending such a high portion of the total value of that home, they're at a fairly high risk if you were to not make your mortgage payments and walk away from that home of taking significant losses if they had to sell the home quickly, hire realtors, um, maybe the home was damaged because someone's leaving, you know, walking away from it. So the Canadian banking system requires anyone buying 5% down or 10% down to get CMHC insurance and it gets added on to the mortgage as a one-time fee. That insurance is strictly to protect the bank. So if you were to walk away from the home, it's like your vehicle. If you damage your car, you hand the keys over to SGI or whoever your insurer is and you say, here, it's your problem now, give me my check. That's exactly what the banks would do if they took losses on that home. So the home buyer pays that premium, it gets added on top of their mortgage. So they put 5% down and in that case, CMHC would add a 4% one-time fee on top of your mortgage to start. It's a one-time fee. You pay it off over the life of your mortgage, but it allows you to get in for that lesser down payment. And then the bank has that added protection where if something were, were to go wrong, that they're, they, can, they can get out of that mortgage. And so the benefits to the client, although they pay the fee, they're able to buy the home for 5% down, which normally the banks would never do. Right. And that uh, 4% gets added not to, in, in our case, the 400,000, but to the mortgage amount, right? The, the, the 380,000. So it would be a 4% on 380. And right. then that's the chunk of money that you would now Absolutely. have to pay down over, over the, the term. Absolutely. Is there a difference in percentage from the 5% down to the 10% to 15%? There is. And so at the 5% sent down marker, that's the highest risk point for the bank. So you're going to see a 4% premium. As soon as you jump down to 10%, it goes down to 3.1%. So you put your 10% down, they add 3.1% of that amount on top. 
Um, that's probably the biggest gap or the biggest change between percentages. In order to get a, a lesser CMHC premium, you have to go to 15% down, but that only jumps down to 2.8%. So you see the, the bigger advantage, I oftentimes recommend to clients that really give it some thought on where you wanna see your cash flow. If you are thinking to go between 10 and, 5, 10 and 15%, there's such a small amount in the premium and interest rates are so low, oftentimes after a conversation, most clients, if they have a little extra money, they'll go invest it somewhere where they can make, you know, three, four, five, 6% because it, there's just more bang for the buck. But there is a, a significant gap between the five and the 10% premiums. So oftentimes if they can get to 10%, there is an advantage. Is it really more of a personal decision and a personal, like everyone has their own situation when it comes to this down payment topic? Because I might be able to put 20% down, but I might have a better use of that money. So it makes more sense for me to put 10% down. Absolutely. Um, oftentimes we do see that. Uh, a couple cases you might, you might want to invest it elsewhere. You might have other plans in the future. And so you do have to do a, a, to cost it out. If, if, uh, if you're going to pay a 3% CMHC premium, you say, okay, that might cost me another three, $4,000. Um, however, it, it allows me to have an extra, you know, maybe $40,000 in my, in my bank account that, that I might be able to make more than three, $4,000 investing it. So, or, or maybe there's just another reason or, or you just want to have a little bit of cash flow because you're a new homeowner and you don't know if you'll have some issues with the house. So sometimes people will push it and put it all towards down payment. Other times, like you said, personal decision for a variety of reasons. They look at the cost and say, you know what, it's worth it for me to pay this little bit of a premium. I'd rather have my cash flow. So in this market where we have these record low interest rates, does that affect how people are thinking about this where they say, just put the least amount down. I've got a low interest rate, tack it on. I'll take my five-year term and, and take it from yeah. there. Absolutely. I think mostly I'm finding that it, it matters. Uh, if people can get to 20% down because of the cost of CMHC, even with the low rates, I'm finding they are trying to go 20% down. There are some exceptions to that. Where I'm seeing more of a, a reaction is people, once they're paying CMHC, they're not so concerned if they, if they put uh, you know, 15 or uh, sometimes even 10% down. They're looking at it going, geez, you know, for an extra 15 or $2,000, you know, let's keep that money. Let's, let's invest it somewhere that there's opportunities. So if you're already paying CMHC, I have seen some people, many clients actually down that down payment. The rates are so good right now, they don't mind borrowing a little extra. Can we touch on the maybe the benefits of having more equity in the house? Because maybe yeah. even five years down the road, you decide you want to pull money out. Absolutely. Can you Not touch on that a little bit, Scott? For sure. So when you buy a house in Canada, you can put as little as 5% down. But if ever you want to change your mortgage, so if down the road you say, look, I want to do some renovations, I, I want to pay off some debt, um, the lenders have a whole new set of rules when it comes to you're already the owner, what can I do? So what they're going to say is if you're redoing your mortgage from a home you own, the maximum mortgage you can put on that house is 80% of the value of that home. So if you only put 5% down to start, in five years time, unless the house values really climb or unless you put a lot of money extra down on that mortgage, it's almost 
impossible to refinance and add money to your mortgage. Where someone who starts at 20% down, if in the future they decide to add money back onto the mortgage, there's going to be an opportunity because they started at the level the banks will allow them to go back up to. So any amount they pay down the house and any increase in value is usable equity in the future for them. Having so many years doing this, Scott, do you have general rules of thumb when you're advising someone, Ron comes to you, and is there general rules of thumb that you advise or that you kind of point them in the right direction of, you know, you should go 10 here, I would advise 20, or is it really the customer who kind of guides that? Depends on the client. I have some clients that they come in and, um, you know, they've really done their research. They understand their finances. Um, on the other hand, there's clients that, you know, they've got good jobs. They, they make a good dollar. They're able to save up down payment, but finances really aren't their thing. So I'll, I'll once I get the credit checks in place and understand their entire portfolio, you know, how many saving, how much savings do they have? Do they have extra money? above the 20% down in case something were to go wrong with the house. Um, you know, did they think about that? Uh, is, is, the, is this payment a little higher than they were normally used to so that they might want to have a little extra money on the side just in case things get a little tight? And uh, the other, so, so some clients, I'll look at the file and I'll say, you know what, I think all put together, you're paying 19% on these credit cards we might be better putting 10% down, paying off these $40,000 in high interest debt, right? And, and then not only do you have a better cash flow, you can start from zero with these cards. And oftentimes I'll, I'll put a secondary piece in place for them and say, you know, I know this is something you won't be used to. Um, the goal will be to keep you at zero credit cards for the rest of your time frame. So often I'll advise that they take some of the money they normally put towards credit cards every month and set up an automatic transfer into a savings account that can become their future, you know, the furnace breaks down, maybe their future vehicle purchase so they don't have to go take a vehicle loan. So it's, a, it's just to get them into a whole nother, it's an opportunity to reset the way they think about financing. So a little bit of coaching, um, you know, so sometimes we will advise, yes, reallocate your down payment I'd recommend versus what you initially planned. Which is exactly why talking to someone like you, like a mortgage professional who can look at your situation and give kind of a holistic look at it and say, this is what I'm seeing. Absolutely. I think anyone in any situation, uh, whether it's investing or, or whether it's in uh, mortgages, you know, talk to an expert, they're, they're going to think of things you, you may not have even ever thought of. Fantastic. So uh, before we move on from it, not all properties are created equal and some properties require a higher uh, down payment than the 20%. Uh, can you quickly touch on those? Yeah, so first of all, um, the one that comes to mind is rental properties. Um, so when you buy, a, if you want to go out, you're an owner, let's say you own your own home right now, and you say, you know, I have a little extra money I've been saving up. I want to invest in a revenue property that can you know, give me some monthly cash flow or that I can have this property pay itself off over the next 20 years. Um, the, the requirement for those properties is 20% down. The CMHC really is involved to get people into homes, personal homes, so everyone can have the right to be a homeowner at, with a lesser down payment. Rental properties are more of an investment, so the CMHC has really no interest in uh, generally getting involved. So 20% down minimum. In some cases, some lenders even want 
Um, there's, there's lots of different uh, scenarios. Uh, one comes to mind um, often with rental properties, they want you to save up your own down payment to show if you're gonna be a landlord, they wanna see you have some assets if that property goes vacant. So they wanna see that you've saved up your down payment. There are some, some programs out there where you can get a gifted down payment from say a family member for a rental, but they might ask for 25% down because it's a little higher risk. So Scott, some people out there, they really want to get into being a homeowner, but they just don't have that 5%. Now, you just talked about the, the gift and uh, maybe getting that from a parent. Um, are there other options out there for those folks? Yeah, like, we, like you mentioned at the start here, uh, the borrowed down payment program is an option. It does require a little higher credit score. Um, so it's a good program, but there are a few more restrictions. The... Uh, uh, probably the biggest thing for me is the, own, the, the, the buyer's personal budget. Because when you do borrow down payment from an employer or from a line of credit or a loan, you do have to pay that back alongside of being a new homeowner with a mortgage payment and property taxes and home insurance. So the biggest challenge is to try and fit that into the budget. Oftentimes people borrowing their down payment may not be able to quite buy as high a house price as someone who had their own 5% down but it does let them get into that, that home ownership ladder. Um, so it might be just you know, revisiting what, kind of, what you're gonna be purchasing to fit it in the budget. And like I said, employers oftentimes, uh, they wanna retain good employees. So sometimes they'll actually have programs I've seen where they have this built in with all their employees. And sometimes it's just a, a personal relationship where an employer says, hey, you know, we've got the money, we'll lend this to you, we'll take it off of each amount out of a check. So these are really good ways to approach uh, to approach your employers to, to come up with this sort of thing. So if someone doesn't have the 5% and perhaps they'd like to loan all of it, are they able to do that? Are they able to come up with a full 5% from loan if they can work it into their, their debt ratios and they can prove that they have a way of paying that off? They sure can. Yeah, we, wow. we've done many of these. The, the lenders will underrate them a little tougher. Let, let, this program isn't designed for someone who, you know, they, they haven't, uh, they've been at their job only for a few months. Um, you know, maybe they just, just, just have enough to, you know, for the down payment borrowed, but they don't have any money for moving costs and closing costs. Ideal client is someone who has a good stable job, who maybe they've been at this job, it's professional job of some sort, and they've only been there for six months, maybe they're out of university. They haven't had time to save up a down payment, but they're in a really good position cash flow wise, um, you know, where they can handle a little extra payment. This is the ideal program for them. Fantastic. Scott, I think we've just about covered everything with down payments. Is there anything that we've missed or that it's important to touch on? I don't think so. Um, basically, you know, when it comes down to it, if you need more information, just you know, talk to a professional. They'll they'll break it down specific to to whichever client wants to uh, look into it. So yeah. While we're here on it, can you give us some of your contact details if people did have more questions of you? Yeah, you bet. Um, so my name is, as Ron mentioned, Scott Trombley, ISAS Mortgage Brokers. Um, we've got a website at www.isaskmortgage.ca. And you can get a hold of me, same, uh, pretty much the same, scott at isaskmortgage.ca if you have any questions. 
Fantastic. And before I let you go, Scott, we ask everyone who comes on this question, uh, let's say I give you a million dollars, but you have to spend it in Saskatchewan. Where is Scott Tremblay buying property and what does it look like? Oh my gosh. You know what? I, I just moved into a new place just last year. I would stay where I am and I'd pay off my mortgage. Speaking of mortgages, ah, <laughs> that would be the start. And I'm sure there'd be a little extra. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Scott, for coming on today. Really appreciate your knowledge and information. And it was very informative. Yeah, good to talk to you, Ron. Thanks for having me. Hope you enjoyed that amazing episode with Scott Trombley. If you are new to the channel, thanks for stopping by. Share this content if you found it informative and make sure to like and subscribe for more content every week on Saskatchewan Real Estate. If you would like to learn more, contact me so you can find out how close you are to home ownership. This has been the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, find more information and episodes on our Facebook and YouTube pages. If you'd like to be a guest or have a conversation you'd like to learn more about, let us know by messaging the show on Facebook. Thanks for listening.